Another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And the two big stories at the moment are that Iran has ended its morality police. They've abolished their morality police. This was like their Islamic FBI that would look into basically thought crimes, right? If you posted on social media without a scarf on, or if you were too uh, modern, too Western, they would imprison you and in some cases even torture you. This was the crux of what the young people were protesting against, was this police abuse after a, a teenager. Teenager was detained by police in Iran and was uh, ended up dying in their custody. So it's that level of abuse that they were protesting and now it's been disbanded. So their government still exists, but again, their morality police as of just hours ago, gone. The other big story is that Elon Musk is, uh, Elon Musk is worried about being assassinated. He joked that he's not gonna take any any uh, open air car rides anytime soon. And uh, he also said that he's going to have to increase his security uh, because now he's running up against the Biden administration pretty directly by showing this creepy relationship that existed uh, back when Biden's campaign, before he became president, when it was just his campaign, they had this kind of inroads to Twitter where they could get people's tweets or even a whole accounts banned. Uh, and they would send on a regular basis a list of accounts and tweets that they took issue with. And in many cases, Twitter would then respond uh, by deleting the accounts and then just emailing them back handled, handled. And so those, in my opinion, are the two biggest stories in the world right now. And then uh, we have some great stuff going up on the blog. The blog goes out by email for free. Uh, so if you're watching on TikTok, link in profile to my Twitter, and then you can find the blog over on my Twitter page. Uh, and if you're listening on the podcast, we'll just put a link to the blog right in the description. So again, you add your email address, it's free. It's different from the premium membership that I uh, do. It's completely free, you add your email address, then you get an email whenever we put out a new blog post. And uh, that's where I've been blogging lately. A lot of people like it. You can leave comments, etc. cetera, uh, if you like an article or if you have some feedback. And uh, Everything's, everything's going so well for a change. You know, ton of traffic on our Facebook page. We just broke top 100 for the news category uh, on Apple Podcasts, actually above the UN's podcast, which is pretty amazing, right? Just little old me <laughs> reaching more listeners than the UN. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for spreading the word and uh, enjoyed the live stream this morning that we did on TikTok. And yeah, those are the two biggest stories in the world is that Elon Musk is really going for it showing how corrupt the relationship is between big tech and now the White House. And, uh, sorry, the video version just just uh, wrapped. So we record the first three minutes as a video and then put it up on TikTok. And it's, I think, been successful at driving new people to the show. Uh, but yeah, so we gotta, we gotta all keep our fingers crossed that Elon Musk doesn't have a heart attack or something. And, uh, Hopefully he's smart enough to know to stay safe, right? A guy who can afford that many private jets and stuff is probably going to be okay. But uh, I'm sure he—I'm sure he's not joking though. I'm sure at some level he realizes that this puts him in a different position, because you know who's who's advising Biden? Who is Biden's senior advisor in the White House right now? John Podesta. John Podesta, the pizza head himself. So if. Elon's going to do what he claims and let people have free speech. 
That means eventually truthers are going to start tweeting about Balenciaga Gate, all the sick Instagram images that came out uh, related, connected to this fashion house, Balenciaga, which was the former sponsor of Kanye West. Uh, all this sick crap comes out, which I've discussed on some previous episodes, if you want to go back, the Balenciaga Gate episodes. But all this sick crap comes out, and it's the same exact degeneracy and the same exact kind of artwork that Tony Podesta and his brother, who's now in the White House, John Podesta, it's the same artwork that they're into and that they traffic in. And uh, it's the same culture, same people, same social circles, same sickness, same absolute sickness. And so if, if Elon Musk is really going to reveal what drives DC, it's a bunch of pedo lobbyists who have control over the White House, a bunch of fuck-stained pedo lobbyists, a bunch of used-up boomer cum socks, if he's really going to go for it, it's going to lead to a lot of public anger when people realize how big Pizzagate is and Balenciaga Gate. But this is what elites are into. This shit is what elites are into. And they tried to silence our media company when we covered it several years ago. And of course, they completely failed. Again, top 100 for news. Not bad. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, big news week ahead. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, but definitely hit the website regularly because we're going to come out with stuff on our own. And uh, we're also going to cover part two whenever he posts it. Whenever Rocketman posts part two of his Twitter files, we'll do a summary of that. But yeah, you can tell that he's, you can tell he's rattling some, you know, rattling some folks in D.C. and ruffling some feathers. Because the media in real time almost is pivoting toward a kind of smart man bad. Smart man bad uh, narrative. Elon turned Twitter into total chaos. I haven't seen that at all. My timeline hasn't gotten more trashy or chaotic. But they're, they're, they're saying, is Elon good for the country? Is he connected to Russia? Well, it seems like Russia hates him because he provided Starlink internet to Ukraine at a critical time when they wanted their internet cut off during the war, right? So it seems like Russia hates him. And really tenuous claim to say that he's working with Russia or anything like that. And yet that's the media's trotting out. These corporate journalists on Twitter and on some of the TV networks, they're already pivoting toward this lame narrative that Elon Musk is the bad guy. And so we'll see, do we have free speech in America? And do we have property rights, right? He had the money, he bought Twitter. So is it now his property? Or do we have a government that doesn't actually respect the marketplace? It certainly doesn't respect our free speech, but do they also not respect the marketplace? You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.